Welcome back to another episode of Flux Depose. I am Jason Lacey. That guy over, is he this way or is he that way? I don't know. I can't see the stream. Guys, help me out. Which way is he? I don't know. Either way, it's Lucas Rose. Hey, Lucas. I'm the, I'm the coolest way that there is. I'm one way up Cool Man's Avenue. I should probably switch this over to, there we go. Should I call you Cool Hand Luke? Uh... Yes, but only one hand is cool. Warning, it's my right hand. That's cool. I like it. Yeah, I dig it. It's because I do everything on with my right hand. I'm right-handed. Everyone's like, you guys switched up. Jason's on the right. Lucas is on the left. Yep, yeah, we did. Cause I was you can dr- um, you, yeah, you can drag and drop with the Pyridon in, too. If you ever want to just like, instantly slip it, you just go, like, boop, 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 done. Boop, boop. But hey... No, we're I'm, not we're not conformists here. No, you, know? you don't understand. I don't understand actually. I, I have us anything. in one big bar. I have one capture window for both of us, so I no. can't just flip it. Otherwise, oh I'm no, good. no, in a period in, you can just drag us. You can switch our positions. I never knew that. There you yeah. go. We're home. It feels we got, good. There's an, there's an echo. My audio is being doubled. The stream says. I don't know how that's even physically possible at this point. I knew it. I told you when we had it all figured out earlier today, I said, you know, we're going to start the um, podcast and something's going to go wrong. I don't. We're using a new mixer. This is our first show with yeah. it. Here. Everything's, everything's going to go wrong. Um, okay, we're back. For you little audio listeners, we oh. had a snafu. Imagine that. So uh, those of you guys in the stream, thank you for sticking through it. Welcome back. We are here now. Uh, we, As we put out an update on Patreon, we recently use some of those funds that those gracious few people who contribute to patreon.com slash flexpost, uh, we bought a mixer because we were sick of using a digital uh, solution that doesn't work well. So we finally bought an actual physical mixer. And this was part of the bugs of using said physical mixer with uh, our stream setup. So now that we've got that out of the way, uh, how about, shall we, how about you start the game? I, I, I would love to start the game, please. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> so, yes, thank you to everyone that uh, helps us support us on Patreon. We got the mixer. We appreciate it. Thank you again. And uh, here we are. I got, uh, we're back. We're doing, this is the show. This is episode 215 of Flexibos. This is how we do things. We have a crapshoot. We have problems and we fix it and we press on. Yeah, we my do. My friends. Yeah, we, we do. press on. And, you know, speaking of Patreon, we are going to run a promotion for the entirety, the remainder of this month of June. Uh, and this is open to uh, new potential patrons and current patrons as well. Um, if you're a new patron, you are. If you come on board in June, we are going to put you into an, uh, a giveaway uh, drawing, I guess, so to speak. And for newer, you know, we have tiers. You know, on our Patreon, we have you know a dollar tier, a five dollar tier, a ten dollar tier. I think this one's actually mapped out. If you jump between one of the tiers. Uh, jump forward. We will also enter you into the drawing, and we're going to give away a one of those those swagtastic flexipose uh, baseball tees. Yeah, those are looking so good. That, that, that are very nice. So they're on the site. You can check them out. At the flex to shop. We'll even let you pick the color. So uh, we want to give those away. And uh, so yeah, little promo to boost the old Patreon, and we're going to give that away uh, the first part of June. So um, I don't think we'll even announce it on the show. We'll just, I mean, we'll we'll notify the winner. And we'll announce it on the show as well, but like immediately, like what July, probably July first, you know, which uh, 
right before the holiday. So you can get you can get a little you get some swag, a little swag for your bag. Nice. So, uh, Josh, Josh is here. Callow, Callow stopped by to say Fortnite, and that he's not good, but it's fun. Work runs well. Uh, Ribo is here. I don't know. We might have lost everyone in in the chaos. That <laughs> These guys suck from our, our bad podcast, but uh, it was to sorry, be expected. We it, knew it was I, yeah, happen. I mean, it's it's just funny that we had no idea what was going to happen, and then that happened. I mean, there's no way we could detect that until you know the show started. We, so, would you say we wouldn't believe what happened next? I yes, I would. I did not believe what was going to happen next, and that happened. Blows my mind. Blows, Blows my, my mind. mind. Too. I'm all out of sorts. I'm all I'm all out of sorts now. Uh, yeah, you know, whatever. We got to roll with the punches. We got a podcast okay. to do. We Let's a lot do of fun it. stuff. Let's start it off with a little IRL. Because we did Battle of the Beer. Battle of the Beer season three. Hell yeah, we did. We last weekend, we filmed some episodes. Looking for that uh, for you, beer craft beer enthusiasts. We'll have a new season uh, debuting in July, like mid July, roughly. And we're uh, instead of bi week or instead of what we were bi weekly before, weren't we? We'll now be weekly, yes, weekly episodes. Just about. Actually, so. we'll be releasing the last Wednesday of June, then skipping July fourth because oh, okay. we were originally going to release on July fourth, but then we were like, well, nobody's going to watch that because they're going to be yeah, doing something. So that'd be a horrible time to come back from a such a long break and then be yeah. like, oh, nobody watched our videos. Those yeah. Sucks. yeah. Right. And uh, really, you know, like I, I had a note in here, like I, I spent some time helping my my in-laws this past weekend. But really, I think I had the more notable story is, you know, now you know, even our your your son is older and you've, you've dealt with this for a while now, him being mobile and out and about doing things. You know, Aiden's one now. It's the point now where he can go out and do different activities. So, you know, last week we had taken him to one of the local parks that has a splash pad as well yes. over in, in Jenison. And now you get the experience of not only, you know, seeing him interact with other kids, but now you're have forced to interact with other parents, oh, which is yes. an ideal thing. But you also are forced to see how other parents interact with their children or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. And it, it always blows my mind. Like, you know, there's so many people that struggle or have struggled uh, with like infertility and there's so many people that want to have kids that just can't. And then you get the, all these people. I always think there's always asshole parents that you're just like, why did you even have children? Because you can, it's very apparent that you have no interest in anything that they're doing or want to be in this situation whatsoever. Yeah. You know? Um, so we were at this park and there's like, this kid had to be like maybe two, maybe a little older. And he like runs up to a swing, one of like little kid swings and he's like pushing on it. And the dad, the, the dad really comes up and he's like, "You don't know how to get in that dumb dumb. You're too stupid." Oh, he that's what he that says to that kid, and I was just like, "It's just like, are you seriously? That's how you talk to your kid? He's two. Apparently. He, he doesn't even have the physical ability to get into the swing, let alone." I, I, and, and he just looked like an asshole anyway, too. He had like his bat, his not to say everyone has a baseball cap on backwards, but he's had his hat backwards. Had he just kind of looked like the typical dude bro tattoos and in a, in a tank top. And just he just looked like an a hole, you know. He just looked at like like he wasn't inter- didn't want to be there. But I mean, I can't imagine talking to my kid that way, regardless of age. Calling him a dumb dumb. Alone. Yeah, I call my I, dog I just, dumb dumb. Let's just put it that it, way. It was it was just disgusting. I like I just felt like and it's just like the thing where you're just like you just feel like 
you want to hug that kid? I feel yeah. sick. It makes you feel a little sick to your stomach for it. And it's just like, you know, well, that's great. Cause that kid's going to grow up feeling like shit about himself for his entire life. If no, that's... he'll just bully everyone else to make up for his horrible father, unfortunately. And it, I, I just can't, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not a perfect father. I'm sure I'm not. And, but you know, I try to be involved in my life in my son's life. And we try to have, you know, we try to, I think the way we do our parenting style, I think uh, definitely our family doesn't understand it because we're like the weird ones that do things differently than everyone else has. And I think, yeah, we we're kind of like weird hippies about some of the stuff we do. I mean, we don't let them watch, you know, there's, he's never, well, I mean, yeah, he's seen a TV, but I mean, we, you know, we still, we very strict about the, the screen that doesn't happen. And then like, we don't tell him no, we use like, you know, or redirective language. Redirect. Like yeah. Redirective, like, like, so like his thing now is he loves to torment Asher and chase the dog around, but he'll come up and try to hit Asher. And so we're like, we say, you know, I won't let you hit Asher. You can hit this or you can hit that, you know, but I won't let you hit Asher and like reinforce him to use softer, or gentle touch and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's definitely the age now where he's like, he knows, what he shouldn't do already and he's like i'm gonna challenge you let's see what i can get away with you know he's already he's already doing that but so i know like like the parenting style is already gonna be kind of weird but i just i just can't imagine like i i just feel sorry for that kid you know i don't care and, what parenting style you're doing the one that he's doing is wrong oh god and then i had this instance where like another kid was climbing on something and he saw aiden and i was like oh no because he like stopped and looked right at aiden and he was like he was a little bit older and i can tell like oh gosh he's either gonna like push aiden steal his hat and you just like you cringed and I like felt like every my chest just like tighten and I was like oh no what's gonna happen he didn't do anything but then you got some I, having a kid is a great thing because it, it like we're not it's funny here I am I do a, I talk on the internet to all like five people on a weekly basis <laughs> but um uh you know, we're not exactly my wife and I aren't exactly social people, but with Aiden, we're forced into social situations and interactions we wouldn't normally have. Like we've met so many people in our neighborhood that are so nice and we just talk to people on a regular basis because they come up and talk to us about Aiden or he wants to like say hi to people. So you're just you just it kind of makes talk you approachable. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. It's like an, an automatic icebreaker. So it's good for us because we're we're talking to more people and being more social than we normally would. But then you get forced into interactions I don't want to have, like, you know, just weird people. And it's like, oh, how old's your kid? And it's like, mm, oh boy, you know. But yeah, I, I just couldn't believe when Stop I heard that. Man, my I, just, child, I, I, I just couldn't believe that. And it kind of goes along with like another uh, topic from a previous show. But I just, I, I couldn't believe that I witnessed that, man. It was just, it's, it's terrible. It was terrible. So, uh, Lucas, what's been going on, man? Yeah, let me, um, <laughs> I don't have any um, child neglection stories. I, well, usually, this week. You, you, I mean, you've regaled us with tales of spousal abuse. So Other I mean. people, my own, you know, but no, none of that this week. I do have uh, a family story, though. I um, I decided to wake up and go to church last Sunday because, or yesterday, or two days ago, I guess. You had to repent for your sins last Sunday. I did. Um, it's not that kind of church. It's a handcraft rock band church. Press X to worship. <laughs> Praise the sun. I walked I walked in there and they then I burst into flames. <laughs> we don't do that here. That was um, almost a spit take. <laughs> just all of the webcam. Oh. We don't have we don't have budget money now that we had to buy all this stuff. So you cannot ruin your webcam, Jason. Uh no, so I decided to go to church because it had been a while and I had said that I would go, you know, once in a while and I have no problems going. It's just typically 
what what I get into is like, well, if I don't go on Sunday, I can sleep in. And if I do go on Sunday, I don't get a chance to sleep in at all. So, but I decided to go and uh, we got there and it was an interesting service because they were talking about how something about uh, somebody was questioning them about being fools. Like you've been fooled or whatever. And the pastor starts talking about the, uh, the players on the New Orleans Saints that took a knee during the Super Bowl or whatever. I don't remember exactly, but one of the football teams that took a knee during the, the, the uh, a football game and was saying there was a story about how these pilots for the New Orleans Saints took a knee on the landing strip or whatever and um, said that they're not leaving. They're not going to fly the plane until tomorrow and or whatever. I don't remember. It was some news story. And so he was telling them about this news story. And I'm, I'm like, there's people like cheering in the audience about how like these guys wouldn't. Oh, because they were veterans or they knew veterans and they were they took offense to it was part of the story. And so presumably these other people were veterans or, or whatever or support the military. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. And they're they're going woo yeah clapping for for the fact that these pilots don't um didn't fly the plane and I look at Danette and I'm like I don't I think I might have to leave because I thought they were you know that's what they were getting into like they were gonna say that they did the right thing or whatever I'm like I don't know if I can be a part of this so I I, st- I stick it out for a few more minutes and the pastor goes on to say that story that I just read to you and told you was made up. It was put on the, it was put on a fake news website and it's completely, you made are up. fake news. You are fake news <laughs> and alternative facts. And I was just like, Oh, thank God. I, I hope those people yeah. feel really dumb now because I don't mind that you're supporting the, the military, whatever. I don't really care. The fact is you can just keep it to yourself because you sound like an idiot. And I truly believe that because if you're allowed to believe one thing, somebody else is allowed to believe something else. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. <laughs> you will believe what I believe, and I'm going to tell oh, you why you're going to. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> Yo, nice callback. <laughs> oh my god, I love that episode. Um, one of my favorites, still. It was a very good episode. One of the few I've seen, actually. So I, yeah, I didn't mean to get too political, but I just, I, it was just like, whoa, this just got really awkward. It was almost as bad as when they were talking about rape and uh, when I was, I told that story. So church is really interesting. Really? It's going to be huge. It was, it was huge. <laughs> um, That's great though. Yeah, I wonder what the, those people probably were like. Oh, oh, I I knew it was fake. I was I was just uh, just playing along. Whatever. I was yeah. I was I was cheering on. I the thought preacher. this. I thought this was church. I thought this was supposed to well, foster a sense of community. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the the thing that should have tipped them off was that the pastor was black and was talking about the, you know players who were also so i mean like he even said they were kneeling for the racial things that they take uh umbrage with or whatever so kind of felt like a trap like i wouldn't i wouldn't be cheering (laughs) to my black pastor about how these presumably white uh pilots were 
showing them yeah. the business or whatever. I'm just like, that's why I'm saying you should just keep your mouth shut so you don't sound like a fool. So needless to say, he, the pastor, very much demonstrated his point in that people can easily be confused or be fooled if you allow yourself to be. And we won't get fooled again. No, that was the last time. Oh, look, a um, Facebook article. <laughs> I, I have a story. I have a, a tale about church. Um, Confused to say that he who fart in church must sit in his own pew. <laughs> wow. Just uh, you've, been, you've been working on your dad humor, haven't you? Uh, yep. And now that we have gotten every single listener that we've ever had to never <laughs> listen again, I will move on. It's fine. And, uh, it's, fine. Fine. it's fine. We're all fine here. And talk a little bit about Goodwill. Goodwill Hunting? Goodwill Hunting, yes. Um, it's a good movie. It's all right. Never seen it, actually. Oh. What? Never seen it. No, I haven't. It's probably streaming on 8,000 different streaming places, but I have yet to see it. Um, no. Uh, so we decided. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. You're a number one fan. Uh we decided that we were going to go. I had, we, I had bought, we bought his loyalty with the t-shirt. He's set for life now. We did. Um, as we do with all of our listeners, we do them. You favors. could be next. That's right. You, right you could be me. You need yes, that you. autofocus on so I can see your fingerprint. No, that's <laughs> um, annoying. It is very annoying, especially when it does it when nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I turn it off. So I, I was, I told my wife, I said, wait, told who? Um, uh, I told her that I wanted to go to the Goodwill near us so that I could just try and see because the old pantalones, the pantaloons are getting a little loose and around the waist. Ooh. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Rarely have I gone down in size. Typically, uh, the, the highest I've ever worn was a 36, a size 36. I've always been a 34 in varying degrees. Um, but never below that. And so I was just like, you know what? I don't really want to like go and buy some new stuff and then find out it doesn't fit or even go to the mall and spend that time. I just want to find a pair of pants that are this size, try them on or shorts or whatever. So I am proud to say that I am currently wearing a size 31 and also bought a size 32 short. Wow. A size 31. I can't even fit into a size 31. I don't know. If it's actually, I don't know what the inner dimension is, but it doesn't seem like it's that much smaller than a 32. So it either got stretched out a little bit by the previous person or. uh, I'm in a weird spot where like 32, like in jeans now, I prefer a 33. I've worn a 32 like as long as I can remember. And I finally Mm -hmm. like last year I had to be like. (sighs) Got to fit all this boot. I'm going to buy a 33. And uh so I have like I, but I mean I can fit into a thirty-two, but it's like if I want to be comfortable, it's like <laughs> thirty-three is a little bit better. Yeah, but maybe maybe after I get to the goal weight, you know, maybe maybe. That's, but, yeah. that's true. That's crazy. That's awesome. Well, awesome though too. Thank I you, mean, thank you. Definitely. Well, the other crazy thing is I'm sort of like you were with pants, but with shirts because I uh, was also weird too. shirts are really, especially depending on the way that they're, they're fit, you know, with the athletic yeah. or slim fit or whatever. I think for me, like the, the cool, I have to have either slim or athletic in a large, but if it's a normal cut large, usually it's like draped on me, but it depends. Yes. Like when I was, 
when I like two years ago when I was still when I was working out every day, I couldn't wear a medium because the medium was like super tight. This is my this is my tight tight t-shirt. Hey, you know, but but even still now, that. like larges are like I think this this is like a large, I think, that I'm wearing now. And this is like I mean it's Yeah, that's where it gets me right on the sides that you're pinching right now. When I can fold it back and I'm like, this is Take an inch off each side, and this is what it should look like. I mean, I definitely don't want to wear a T-shirt like I did when we used to live together because I definitely wore too tight of T-shirts back in the day. <laughs> I do just like doing... mine a little tighter yeah. just because back in the day, you know, you'd wear – back in high school, you wear two sizes too big to so that nobody knows how fat I am. That's what I did. <laughs> but now I've kind of owned it, and so I wear appropriate, but I would say I'm on the smaller size. So I yeah. tried on some mediums. And one of them didn't fit, but I was able to get two um, button ups that fit in a medium, which is impressive Ooh. for me because my shoulder. Well, and you, you've always had usually. weird problems with button ups too, where they fit like I feel like they've always fit you too tight. Like I always had it like underneath my armpits when the yep. upper chest would be too slim, and then the rest yep. would be too big. And exactly, that's what, yeah, because my shoulders typically, if it, if it fits, I'll rip through the. Like if I raise my arms above my head, it feels like it's going to rip in the armpit or something like like that. So needless to say, yes, exactly. This is my tight t-shirt. My biceps are just bursting all oily and looking sweet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, So, but it all makes sense, Jason, because I realized that once I hit a 188, I technically have lost 40 pounds now since 2015. Oh my See, that's, huge. Th- that's the weird thing, though, because it's I weighed 228 in 2015. Then I lost some weight and then kind of stuck around 210 to 220 for a really long time. So it doesn't really feel like I've lost 40 pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it definitely yeah. hasn't been since but the first year. What you year. need to do, though, though, is just, like, visualize. Though. Visualize how much 40 pounds is. Oh, I know. And then it's, like, it's insane. Even just 10 pounds or even 5 pounds. You just visualize a 5-pound weight, and you're just, like, that's, a, that's like. This was on me at one point. I was carrying this yeah. around. No wonder why my feet hurt all the time. I, I've I've fluctuated between, well, where I was at when I said I needed to make changes was the heaviest I've ever been. But I've always been, like pretty much like at the 170 to 175 as long as i can remember I, that's where i've that's my home row that's my wasd you know <laughs> <laughs> sorry josh was saying i must be very long and i'm i mean no. you know i am Come josh on. is you i'm you're 188 and have a 31 waist you must be very long i think oh, this i think you know it josh you, i mean i've sent him pictures but he i i like i said i think this is Men's clothes, man. It's like they can just do whatever they want. I've yeah. worn 32s that feel like 34s, and I've worn 34s that feel like 36s. So it just Dude, really depends. Once you, once you try out a pair of stretch fit, though, you'll never oh, go back to normal. I know. I have a couple <laughs> pairs. I'm never. just like, oh, these are great. <laughs> I just wear yoga pants you, now. You want, to talk, you want to talk about underwear next? What do you prefer? Do you prefer boxers, <laughs> boxer briefs, or tidy whities I used to be boxers in high school, but boxer briefs all the way now. Or, or are you a fan of the... Uh, What's that uh, company that just opened up here in Granville and they have the weird commercials? So something trading uh, Duluth, the Duluth, Duluth trading, yeah. the Duluth trading company. They have the ballroom pants or something. Oh my gosh. Is <laughs> it an extra pouch for your jubblies or, or yeah, your, it's gotta be. Your, your berries? <sighs> oh my gosh. Let me just tuck my berries back into my crotch pouch. Please. Let me tuck it. <laughs> 
scotch pouch <laughs> actually it's funny you mentioned that since we're talking about clothes i am i do want to try on one of their shirts because they have that like diamond stitched into the armpit so it gives you an extra mm. extra lift where you need it so well, now you know i did i did see the commercial the other day what who was it i think it's uh either haynes or for the loom has like that new ultra thin underwear and it's like I don't, that kind of i don't know i like having a lot of fabric <laughs> i mean this this isn't like uh condoms or other weird stuff where yeah. people are like i gotta have it's gotta be sheepskin ultra thin yeah all this crap you know oh, god I, I don't i need as many layers between me and other people as i can possibly do <laughs> 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 uh, imagine well. those with some satin pants oh, oh gosh some running pants uh, just like the, like one of my favorite the episode of seinfeld when when kramer talks about going commando and he's like and then jerry realized and he's like there's only a thin layer of, oh, of khaki between us and him <laughs> if you sit down with those on that underwear and some satin pants you'd be able to see like the outline like you would everything would look oh, fine God. until you sit down and then it would just look like you have a big old hot dog big bratwursted <laughs> Liner. hopefully i mean let's well, not i mean yeah, maybe not sell the story to, let's that's not, true let's not over promise here that's true i mean i, I have a history of under deliver, under delivering just ask my wife so Aww. um let's just <laughs> let's just let's tempers just be mindful temper every everyone's yes expectations and speaking of tempering expectations let's talk to me three wait i want to show off my gaming couch or my new chair oh that's it. i forgot that you right had there. that yeah, disregard the trash, but uh, that replaces the couch now. So, uh, so when you go on, it's some good doctor mode action. Yeah, I just hop over there now, dude. So comfortable. I got it at Goodwill. The whole point of the story, by the way, was we took we dropped a bunch of shit off at Goodwill, and then we came up came back with like twice as much because I got a recliner there. We came back with a bunch of clothes because, of course, I bought the stuff that I fit into. So. Mass, mission accomplished except for see now we i have more stuff. i have an awesome comfortable chair like that too but i don't think you'll be able to see it because it's buried behind Whoa! those boxes. see those are all the more of the boxes i need to get rid of from the garage sale and those boxes there and there's jess's portrait studio Ooh, we need that um, for, for battle yeah, of beer you can kind of see the outside of the leather right there but yeah there's a bunch of boxes i gotta get rid of i got some work to do i think i helped move that chair you did. And the recycling's always full now. Like always full. Yes, I have um, that same problem. But anyways, on to on to uh by the way, it's like it's this weird gray green color. It's like the weirdest old it's got a it had to have came from a like grandparents' house or something. But I kinda probably. like it. I kinda like it. That's good. Um yeah, so probably every podcast you guys are listening to right now is talk has probably given you live reactions or breakdowns and so all this stuff about E three, which we have done in the past, we've done that um, and kind of gone in depth on things, but we're just kind of going to do a, a more lighted, lighted, overarching approach. And really, when you when you when you dig down into it, we had to ask ourselves one question: Does E three still make you come? Uh, and I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I I I just don't. I honestly don't get as excited. Like I remember E three was like this. It was this event. But now I'm just like, well, it's a thing. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I was definitely excited for what the stuff Nintendo was doing. But I I just, like, I don't need to, like, stop every all aspects of my life and, like, nope, 
I got to watch everything and I got to consume it all and I got to hear all the things. Like, I guess it's not, it's especially like lately because it's everything is like, for instance, probably what 75% of most of the announcements are 2019. It's like, well, I mean, I'll have plenty That's of time true. to hear about this stuff. I mean, I mean, it's cool. It, it's you can get swept up in things and it's cool. But I mean, for me overall, I'm just like, eh. You know, well, and we talked a little bit about it and I definitely did not feel the pull to watch it live. I kind of knew I would just, I definitely watched more doing now that we do flux to pose than I ever had in the past. Um, so it's not really a, it's not really a big stretch for me not to really watch it, but I do remember being more excited about yeah. what was announced well, but now i'm just I picked, like everything's an exclusive i picked the square enix con the the square enix conference was the first one i picked to watch live and that was a horrible mistake so. <laughs> oh which one sorry square enix oh god yes yes i did not watch that one but i the ones i didn't have time to catch up or to where i now i don't remember what they are probably IDOS, i think square, it's no i think it's whatever. square enix um but yeah, I I had I didn't watch it, but I was looking at the the basically the overviews of what the ones I didn't catch and have a chance to watch what they had shown, and that was like four trailers and then a little blurb that said like oh, and then we also got like DLC announcements or whatever. But obviously, yeah. no Final Fantasy VII yeah. remake, which is because I, I remember I remember before. like last year I think I watched I was watching like because like I feel like Bethesda was on really late and I was watching that in bed and I watched. A bunch of different ones but i watch like pretty much i i yeah i didn't watch a lot so um well as you can see i made copious you've got some good notes, notes. <laughs> I, I don't i don't i didn't make any notes here because like um honestly like okay so i i didn't pay attention to ea at all because i don't care um it's just gonna be sports games and they announced some content for battlefront and then like a horrible really shitty job from my understanding of like sort of announcing a new Star Wars game that Respawn, I think, is working on. Um, that was probably the most interesting thing besides the other thing I have written down. But it was here. like they weren't ready. It was like they weren't even ready to talk about it. No, they, they just wanted to announce it because it's yeah. now it's like who can get out there first. And I, I I don't think you could give me I don't think you could give me Battlefront 2 for free. I, I have no desire to ever play that game. I think it ever would, again. I think I would check it out and then be like, yep, nobody plays this. That I, I guess I'm just proud out of principle for this long. We said we weren't going to buy it or play it, and I haven't, and I have just no desire. I just want to say, you know, F that game. The game sucks. Um, but, like, there, I didn't watch Sony. Um, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I didn't watch Xbox. I kind of got the highlights there. And it, and it stinks because this would have been my first conference in – forever that actually i own some you know something besides a nintendo uh platform so i could have got really excited about that but for for like me i'm because I'll, I'll hit my highs real quick here because obviously right. smash brothers is a huge part like pretty much everything i was really high on the, the entire nintendo presentation today like i think that fire emblems game looks awesome um i love uh smash brothers clearly um i'm really pumped about another octopath demo there's a bunch of stuff there that i, I could talk more about um, but going beyond that, I, Battletoads coming back. I love Battletoads. Yeah, I'm happy to crazy. say that as a kid, I could get through that speeder level. I couldn't get much further than that. I think I'd always die on the, the this little surfboard on the river level with these little whirlpool things. Those would always oh, kill yeah, me. Yeah, I think that's right after that. Yeah. Level, I, I love Battletoads, though, as a kid, so I'm happy to see that, that that's finally happening. I'm hoping that that's going to be PC playable. 
I know this is on your list as well, but um, oh gosh, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, that uh, looks that's going to be great. Now, I th- unfortunately, I think that's not going to be a game I'll probably buy new release. It's probably a game I'll wait and you know get on sale down the road. But just because playing on PC, I you know I I don't it, it just doesn't. You got to get really back into up. that. At- I know. It's t- it's hard though because it's so easy for me to just pick up my switch and play for like a half an hour upstairs. Yeah, you know. Well, just, and that, by fl- the that time, flexibility is huge. By the time that comes out, maybe you'll, you know, feel that pull again to come yeah. back and yeah, absolutely, and play there. Um, what else? There was something. There's another game in the Microsoft presentation I thought was really cool too that I can't quite remember. Hmm. Um, I think RE2 remake. I mean that's freaking cool i'm not i know a lot of people are kind of like what's up with the character models and i I feel like that's the case too leon looks way different so does claire and i'm not sure how i feel about that but that was one of my favorite games of that generation uh probably still my favorite resident Uh, it's it's close between re4 but resident evil 2 was always one of my favorite games so i'm pretty hyped about that and i didn't even see this trailer until you asked me if i had watched um beyond good evil 2 um and at first i was like you know, prior to this, I was like, I don't know if I'm really sold on that because I'm a, we were talking just before the show. I was like, I don't even know if it should be called Beyond a Good Evil 2. It's a, I don't feel any connection to um, the series. Well, that trailer <laughs> changes that a little bit. So I'm now much more interested in that game. Funny story about Beyond Good Evil 2. Last year at E3, you know, they revealed it. And you could sign up for their Space Monkey program or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I did, but I never got any confirmation emails. I was like, well, I guess my account never was made. I randomly got two emails from Ubisoft um, yesterday. I got both of my confirmation emails one year later. Holy cow. Now you figure that out. I don't know how that works, but I got it. Uh, Hey, a Doom game got a sequel to Doom got announced. I've been loving Doom lately, so... uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. I'm sure there's some stuff I'm missing here, but like I said, I didn't really take... I didn't really make any notes. Um, I will say this: I'm, I'm. You know, what, I'll say that. I'll say that for the lows, Lucas. Let's uh, let's hear some of your highlights here. Okay. Um, so I watched the EA um, thing in its entirety for the most part. I did skip a little bit when I saw something I wasn't really that you know wasn't really feeling that interested in. Um, but one thing that really struck me was the. Um, Sea of Solitude creative director came out and started talking. Uh, she was the, I think she was German, uh, Cornelia Gebert, I think is how you pronounce her name. And she was talking about writing and story and stuff. And she just seemed like really excited to be there and stuff. And so it was kind of like the first thing I saw that I actually was excited to to be like, oh, I, I'm glad I watched this just so I could see her talk about what it was like to write for this um, Sea of Solitude game. Which Whenever I, I hear that, I'm like, is that an expansion to Sea of Thieves? <laughs> yeah, I, I get it confused with uh, Sunless Sea or whatever that other uh-huh. game is, too, which I think is free on uh, good old games or something if you buy five dollars worth of games or something ridiculous. But uh, yeah, it's like 36 minutes and 30 seconds into it. and. Oh. Oh, I remember the other game I was really excited about uh, from Microsoft, Tunic, which I've heard about before. It's like a very, it's like a Zelda, yeah. Zelda-like, very voxel Yeah, Zelda cross ocean horn, but very voxel-based. And like, it just got like a really cool art design, but um, I probably won't be able to play it. So anyway. <laughs> um, 
so uh, I watched that, and that was really the only thing that stuck out to me was like that was cool. Other than um, Madden 19 being uh, back on PC, that That's was kinda, very hey, surprising. Let's get NHL back on PC, then we'll talk. I know, right? But then I think you know maybe if I buy Madden 19, obviously not right out of the gate, but well, we'll play with you. I would totally do some PSVG Madden 19 league. If they, now, will it be cross-play with Xbox? Xbox, yes. That, I think so. It needs to because um, nobody else get, wants to play game. You, but. you can get in him and him and Dan play uh, like the fran- the ultimate team through the franchise thing. I think Nathan was doing it too. I miss playing a sports game. That's why I was so upset when I found out that that soccer game for the Switch was like all blocky and pixel uh, jewels uh, soccer slammers or yeah so if it plays well i'll still play it but i was kind of looking for something well and then mario aces was a little mm-hmm. was okay and so you i got just rocket something. league bro i'm terrible at rocket league we don't need, yeah nobody needs me to play on their team in rocket league uh and then i watched the uh, microsoft which holy hell man they brought it this year i felt like uh, yeah, that seems to be the overall consensus. They were like, "Oh, you want sure. you want games? Here's a list of all the games. Here's how many games you're gonna see. Here's how many of them are exclusive. Here's how many games, and here's how many studios we bought. Yeah, start we, counting. We bought all these studios. <laughs> well, hey, at least it wasn't EA telling us how many studios they bought. Side side thing. Do you get swept up in the whole who's gonna win E3, who lost nope. E3? No, um, like, I, I I just. I'm really sick of that. I grade them in the sense of how well I thought they did, but not compared to the other ones. When they all do well, I, I want them all to do well. I think is if everyone does well, then it's good for video games in general. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a statistic. I don't remember the exact thing, but it was like uh, the average gamer buys like it was like two or three games a year or something like that it's like crazy low it was like it's like a crazy low i don't remember what it is so i'm really paraphrasing here but it's like a crazy low number than what you'd expect because we are not we're not average and people that we're not average gamers people that consume and listen to podcasts do this we're not average gamers you know so that's why probably it sounds so foreign to us so i think if you go into a conference and there's like two or three games you're excited about i think that's pretty successful I, I think, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, why would you care? Yeah. Like, I don't think the only time I ever cared about how well either like Microsoft or Nintendo or, uh, Sony did those big three was when I was between platforms and I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. am I going to get an Xbox one? Am I going to get, get right. a PS4? The answer was I wasn't going to get any of them, <laughs> yeah. but, but at that time I just wanted to see who had the most exclusives that were going to be good. But now that I'm kind of comfortable with where I'm at with my switch and PC, everyone can do well. Dude, I don't you're care. in a, you're in a great spot though, because you get all the first party that Nintendo's going to have. You can get most third parties on PC and now with Xbox doing what they're doing, you probably can get a lot of their first party stuff on PC as well. Exactly. I mean, especially like I think what they're doing with Game Pass is awesome. Like, you know, Gears is coming to Game Pass. You know, they announced a new Halo, you know, the new Gears game, a bunch of you know, they just got they've got a good thing going. But um you know, I was gonna say this to the low lights. I also heard rumor that they're gonna be ready to like reveal like a new Xbox, like next year 
I don't know when that means it's actually going to come out, mm. but it's like, again, already? I mean, you just got all these people to buy an X, and now you're already... And then I've heard oh, they're going to, like, Microsoft is talking, and maybe this is me being way off um, off base here, but talking about how, um, like, streaming is, like, after, the, like, we'll have one more console generation, maybe, and then, it, like, streaming is going to be the future of games again. Um, I Man, I tell you what, I don't like the idea of having to buy a box every, like, three years, four years, you know? No. I. I know technology is rapidly evolving and, and studios and publishers want to keep pushing it. So, they, you know, you're forced to upgrade. But I mean, we're not like how long did 360 last? Like it was like 10 years, wasn't it? Felt like it. Yeah, it was like eight I mean, that's not that's not going to be the case anymore. You know, and I know there's going to be another version of the switch. And, well, be like, and they say that, you know, technology not only, you know, gets better and better, but it also gets better faster. So mm-hmm. that's the problem. And, but look at what we can do. Look what we can do on PC, though. I haven't like. I don't I haven't sunk money into my PC really in like four years and I can still play a lot of stuff. Well, and I think that's because the mindset on a PC is for the games that are PC enabled are let's make sure that as many people can play this as possible. And so they they make it with that in mind, whereas with a console, you know, you have your set hardware so, you know, what, whatever you can squeeze out of that box is what you get. And it doesn't feel as scalable, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, Josh said that Xbox has been around like five years, seven years when the next one. So and that and that is if it's like, are we going to just constantly are we going to be looking at is it going to be a full on generational step? Or are we talking marginality here where it's I think be, they won't. You know, I think they'll wait till year eight at the earliest to to actually say yeah, this will be in stores by holiday i because you know what that was like that was a big change in gaming i think for both of us it's like man i was flying high the 360 was great everything was awesome and then they're like xbox one ps4 and i was just like well shit i'm done yeah like, which is i didn't have the money to afford it and it just like it's it sucks because then you're just like you're just like well i guess i can't play those games anymore because you just feel you feel pushed aside you know yeah well i mean i think we look at it that way but i don't think everybody that's the problem well, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are like well i'm buying it yeah i mean exactly and i can. mean i i i i mean the echo chamber i'm around is in psvg where mm, i own the least amount of consoles you and i own the least amount yeah. of consoles is psvg you know i only have one now you only have one um a lot of people have all of them. Uh, I know several people in PSG bought every version of the Xbox. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, we're we're we are we are a minority for sure. Wow. Sorry, I totally derailed your your highs here. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, you keep bringing it down with how poor we are. Um, well, and. That's hey, you want the, to talk about my? Should we talk about my medical debt again? That'll be a fun episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so I thought Microsoft anyways brought it really strong and uh, the, the games I was interested in that uh, kind of I was like not really expecting them was uh, Sekiro Shadow Dies, Shadows Die Twice, which is a terrible tag or uh, um, sub name or whatever you call it. Uh, that was the one that was from by from software, I believe it was basically mm. jokingly said 
samurai dark souls uh, but uh, I felt like the story was a little bit more approachable, or at least that's the way they set it up. And that's why I was interested was because I like Dark Souls, but the lore and the uh, story and everything is kind of put on the back burner and you're just kind of left to absorb it through what you see in the background and what you can kind of get out of it just based on what's happening around you. Um, yeah. Whereas here there were like cutscenes and cinematics and stuff. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, obviously. I've played both of them. I, I've i really enjoyed the first one. The second one was good, but not quite as... I, I think it was just the wow factor of, of how well they redid Tomb Raider, in my opinion. And then Just that Cause looks, 4. That, looks, that does look cool. I think it looks like it'll wrap up pretty well. I'm afraid it's going to be too samey as the rest of it, but it looks like yeah. it's going to be a little darker and she'll be a bit more experienced, but still, of course, got to get, got to get wrecked by the environment as usual. I wondered what you were going to think of um, just cause. Cause I just remember thinking, I of you thought when you that looked great on the show. I thought that looked like, well, because now that, <laughs> now that I've played just cause three, um, fly this van with these balloons. <laughs> cousin. Cousin. Uh, I, that's a game that I don't have. I feel, I feel good playing it because I don't have to take it seriously. And that's clearly that's where they're going with this. This is, it was the same thing with saints row. Um, it's just like, here's a game that you can do all the things you normally do in grand theft auto or, or anything like that, but you don't have to worry about how it affects the story or, or, Oh, uh, Michael, the character, Michael wouldn't do that or, or whatever here. It's just crazy fun. And, you get to shoot things and tether things to other things, and it, I like it. It's it's a it's a rollicking rollick good time. Sure. It's all the fun. It is all of the fun. Uh, all the fun. And then Bethesda, Doom. Oh my God! I didn't know I wanted another Doom, but I saw it and I was like, if this is like hell comes to earth, my body is ready. Doom, Take me I, now. Doom was awesome. Doom was the shit. I did not expect. I did not expect to like Doom. I want more I did. Doom soundtrack. Uh, it's just, it's so good. Oh, it's yeah, so good. it has a really fun game loop, you know? The gameplay loop is just yes. really satisfying. It's snappy. Even though it, it it's repetitive in a way, but it was still just, like, fun to, like, you know, just do it. Well, I mean, it came down to level design was was great. Uh, and mm-hmm. varied to a certain degree. And then um, the challenges I thought were also challenges set up were in a fun. great way. I mean, every time you saw those and little, that chainsaw, that double barrel shotgun were so satisfying to use. It's so satisfying, man. Uh, yeah. It's just really fun. Um, Ubisoft. I didn't watch Bethesda. I didn't watch Ubisoft. Uh, those ones I had to catch more in a, here's all the trailers that, were for this. I, I don't see Sony listed in your notes here. Yeah. Uh, Sony, I didn't bother watching. I did check out the thing, but I was like, you know what? I can't play any of these games anyway. So however it turned out, that's good for Sony. I just know yeah. I'm not going to ever play any of the exclusives. It seems so. like a lot of people are pretty sour on that conference. So you wonder, it's like, well, you know, if you've been number one for so long, I think you're allowed to phone it in every once in a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's usually what happens. It seems like they just juggle between who did the best. Usually it's like, like Microsoft last year or two I think, years ago. I think I think Microsoft needed to do the best this year. Yeah, like Microsoft has the most to gain and the most to lose. So any, they, they really need 
this. Anytime any of these, except for Nintendo, I think with the exception of Nintendo, anytime they decide to focus on the hardware, it seems like nobody really cares that much. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, when people found out how much the PS3 was going to be or when Microsoft was talking about how they weren't going to have like you had online only functionalities and stuff. It's, they always take these huge missteps when they're talking about their own hardware. Uh, yeah. Nobody cares. No, nobody cares because they want to know what the resolution is. How can I stream Netflix from it? And what are the games? That's all they care. Don't go into specifics of, other than the, that, in my opinion, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ubisoft, Ubisoft uh, all I cared about was Beyond Good and Evil 2, honestly. I don't know what I looked at. Like you were saying, you were like, I don't even feel like this was a uh, Beyond Good and Evil thing. But then you see it at the end, other than like the characters, as in they're part animal, part humanoid or whatever. But it's been such a long separation of graphical style and everything that it really just feels like two completely different things. So thematically and through story, they're really going to have a, have to like link that together. I feel like, and really bring the the feel of the first one. Um, But it was, it looked good. And man, those, I know it's pre-rendered, but the, the human characters looked amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I I hate when that's what we get, you know, when we just get a, and a, a trailer like that but like we said i don't want to i don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen it but this it this was nice because it finally it like it connects this to the greater yes. beyond good the greater beyond and good beyond good and evil world which because I, I thought before like the big appeal for me from beyond good and evil was this it was this fantasy fairy tale-esque you know story yeah you know and like i don't know i've said it in the past this alice in wonderland type experience and i felt like now we're getting away from that with just some crazy space exploration focus but hopefully there's more and i mean obviously the game is very early on in development so right and i think the first one didn't really make any like you knew you were on a world and there was more out there, but space exploration yeah. wasn't really a big part of it. So it, oh, it, no. always, it always seemed like yeah. you were trapped on Tatooine or something like that. What like, was the name? Oh, gosh. What was the name of the planet? Uh, oh, gosh. Really? Oh, God. I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to remember that. Do you, remember, do you remember the stuff from the vending machine? A uh, Starco. Starco. Yeah, because there's a hockey player that <laughs> has a, his last name's Tarkos. And I always think of Starcos uh, every time I, I think it's Tarkos. Anyway. I, I want to say one was like Atlas and then something else or Tannis or something like that. I can't remember, but Tannis was also like chicken, uh, borderlands. So I don't remember. I think Atlas anyway. was the name of the, the bad guys. Wasn't it? Oh, the Atlas Maybe? corporation. Yeah. That yeah. Could be. Uh, the Iris network is who you worked mm. for. Hillis. Hillis. Hillians. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Hyruleans. <laughs> and so speaking of Hyruleans, uh, and then I did watch the Nintendo direct. The only time one, the only time I've ever like watched a Nintendo direct and two, the only thing I watched live, uh, from E3. And, uh, Ooh. I watched it with you guys actually on PSVG yeah. and the Nintendo shack. Wait, you were able to hear it after over Carol, like screaming and freaking out. That was my joke. That was my joke was she would scream about something and like she would say, oh, my God, Wolf looks so good in in Smash Brothers. And then I would type, Ma, 
my wolf is in Smash Brothers. Because <laughs> that's that was her reaction, basically. Uh, I wish I had her enthusiasm. She was so. Oh, I know. I quote her fucking excited about she uh, was, everything. She was literally doing the squee thing that. that oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that was horrible. I'll never. Yeah, do I think you picked a good direct to watch. You know, here's the big difference: like Square's presentation and Nintendo is very similar. Just boom, boom, boom. All not no stage presence. Just all pre-shot but nintendo does it so much better so much better and that should be their their tagline nintendo does it so much better and we still have uh you know more treehouse stuff coming which they've already like they announced like i i, yeah, I missed, missed the treehouse like, the splatoon stuff. tournament and the smash bros tournament i want to go back and watch but they announced like the like during the direct they only said that, like the splatoon 2 expansion wasn't coming until summer then they announced during the splatoon stuff that it's tomorrow so they're always like doing some reveals and stuff like that. So I think that we might still get a couple. It's not not notable pieces of information, but small nuggets of stuff. Mm, um, I love me some small nuggets. But we'll get we'll have like we'll have a direct in definitely the fall. Um, I feel like we'll get another Nindies direct too. They're, so it's cool. Like I'm excited for you to like be able to consume those because that's they're, they're always just fun little things. That well, and that was the big thing was like none of these really speak to me the way that the Nintendo one does, because now I I'm wearing, you, you, I'm wearing the red yeah. colors, you know? So this is, they're, well, they're speaking to me. The guy that's like in a Nintendo suit. Literally right wearing now. the red colors. Yes. Um, dude, that fire mode game. I wasn't expecting to be so big on that. I think that looks really that looks awesome. Freaking cool. Are you, I, I thank you. I didn't know if you saw when I was like, you nailed calling it. Yeah. Doesn't that that's uh, what it look like? Fire emblem, fire emblem meets uh, Cross, total, Rome, war. total war. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which um, I kind of want to go back and play. I kind of want to see if I can get one of the games on 3DS for cheap use because I kind of want to go back and because I've never played a Fire Emblem except on uh, mobile. Yeah, it's a little scary for me because I'm much like uh, uh, Xenoblades. I'm kind of like uh, Xenoblade Xenoblade or whatever. uh, Xenoblade's a whole other monster. It's like when you name your when it's number two and I'm like, I don't know who anybody is or what's going on. I feel a little like I'm just jumping in the middle of things and yeah. missing out. But then at the same time, I don't have 240 hours to go back and play all, all of the mm-hmm. other games and probably don't yep. even have the means. But uh, real quickly, Super Mario Party. I was I know you guys were kind of like, well, you know, that's cool or whatever. But I'm really pumped because I wanted this. I was actually asking about it. When I got the switch, and I was like, "Are they? Has it been announced? Are they? Yeah, you make one? Because you, you have instances where you can use that. You know, your your brother in law comes over and his fiance. You have people over that that you have a a good use case for this game. Yes, exactly. And it's, I mean, I know exactly what to get. Like, I know that I can say, "Hey, do you want to play a game?" And they'll be like, Ugh. "And I'll be like, no, no, this is different because it's more inclusive." You know, whereas the other thing I'm excited for, which is Overcooked 2, because you were like online play. And then I guess, because that's and, the problem. They always announce it and they're like, oh, local co-op only. It's like, come on, that's not an option for me. Jason I'm not going to find three other people that are going to want to play Overcooked. Jason okay? and I don't go to the mountains camping and bring our switches like all those millennials do in their commercials. Okay. <laughs> we sit at home and talk about how we have, video we have games. Kids. Exactly. Um, and then, like you said, the Resident Evil 2 remake, I didn't see a lot about it um, because Isaac like came over and started looking. I'm like, yeah, can't watch the rest of this. But the zombies, uh, I, I saw the part where they were in the where Leon was in the sewers 
And mm. those zombies look freaking scary as hell. Or that the conversation he has with the the wounded police officer, which I didn't even remember that scene until I saw the comparison to the original game. Like, oh, it's that cop that he's talked to that's dying. And I was like, yeah. oh, they really took liberties with that. But I was like, wow, what a difference, you know? It's so weird because I remember more about that particular Resident Evil, uh, the second one, than I do the first one. Mm. but I also think I played more of the second one. Like the first one, I think everyone always yeah. remembers the, you think, the you dogs. Chief, remember for crazy chief irons, like who's like performing taxidermy on the mayor's daughter or whatever. Oh God, yeah. Like, that's so weird. And I'm really interested. Do you think they'll have uh uh Mr. X? Well, he has like different names. He was like Mr. X. And then what else is like the big dude in the hulking trench coat that he only shows up, I think in the second missions that comes oh. through. He kind of plays the role so of Nemesis and Resident Evil Three. But, yeah, but, but you don't fight Resident him, do you? Or do you? No, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. God, I forgot about that. Because that was Resident Evil Two, so rewarding once you got the custom Magnum, and then you could just shoot that gun in any direction on the screen, and every zombie's head would just go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <sighs> I feel like the Magnum in any game is always like hand cannon basically i need a magnum for my magnum <laughs> gross all right so those were my those I, are I highs? put the highs and my unexpected gems those the unexpected gems were the ones where i was like i didn't know yeah. i wanted this but i do so um i think low lights i definitely have to be like this like square had some cool stuff they showed but like that whole the whole the way they did it was just terrible and it was just like like that it was done um like Sony, i said i don't know like, if they should have their own conference like right? all these all these publishers getting conferences seems weird to me but yeah sony uh nobody still knows what death stranding is how many eas are you gonna see that uh final fantasy is, is that just never coming out i think that's the case they were point. hiring I, I heard a story that they were hiring and i don't think it's supposed to release until 2020 or something like that it's it's ridiculous um you know i a game I'm on the fence on is Fallout, Fallout 76. Like, I'm just not a big Fallout yes. guy anyway, but, like, being able to play with people is interesting. But... It didn't look like Fallout to me, though. It looked like they made a multiplayer co-op shooter in the world of Fallout. Mm-hmm. But And that's why I'm I'm withholding judgment right now, because I want to see more story stuff, because what they've said is interesting. I mean, that's being one of the first people to walk out out of a vault, like it's one thing to be the first person to walk out of your vault or the only person to walk out of that vault. And then there's already been everyone's gone and it just feels empty. Yeah. It's already been long gone, but, and it's already changed and this is just the way things are now. Whereas here you're going to see like the chaotic infancy of the new world. And like, that's cool. But is it going to be cool but, or are they just going to focus on multiplayer and it's just going to be a bunch of yeah. fetch quests? And I didn't know how I felt about the monsters they showed. Yeah. Oh, did you see um Starlink? I did. I don't know what to make of that yet. I need to actually watch some gameplay because the idea of being able to play as Fox, I'm, I'm immediately interested. Yeah, like, and it looked like it could be cool, but it also looks like it might not be deep enough for me to yeah. care. And it, it's, I think it's been confirmed you don't need to buy the the, the toys to like be able to play it so i mean oh good that's good that like that r wing thing looks awesome yes it's like an r wing one and fox actually goes inside it and i'm like oh. but that's uh, what he said when he went inside it too <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but I, yeah, I don't know about that. And like, I'm not, I mean, it's cool that we're getting good companies making mobile games. Like that's cool that there's, you know, a, a elder scrolls game coming to phone and there's another elder scrolls game announced, but just that one looked I've, I've, like they put effort into it at least. And I was just kind of, I shrugged my shoulders and was like, yeah. okay, that's cool. I guess I've tried numerous. I like, I think I I've tried with Skyrim. I've tried with, uh, Oblivion. I've tried with, uh, what was the one before that? Morrowind. Morrow. I think I played Morrowind. Is that Morrowind was like the one everyone loved, wasn't it? That was the first one that was like really open world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, they were all open world before, but that was like the one that graphically and the size of yeah. the world was. I just don't think it's for me. But um, what else do you got? That was your your poopies. Um. Well, EA. I think besides Square reasons. Enix, they did. They did. They just had not a great showing, and then they showed like this ten to fifteen minute match of like this command and conquer rivals or whatever which is mobile right yeah it's a mobile game and they're they're they had like a um one of the people who does sport esports commentary and then another guy doing it i'm just like i don't care nobody here cares like it's cool that you can play this game or whatever but why did you take 10 to 15 minutes to show me this i don't whatever um bethesda with that starfield teaser that was a worthless teaser that sucked. Like, Hey, we're making a thing. Same thing with the Skyrim. I don't need to see a wallpaper with your game's title on it. That is, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you're announcing it, but don't expect me to react like, Oh my gosh. I, I felt like if you take those things out, Bethesda didn't have as much as it seems like, but they created hype with, Oh, what's Starfield? I don't know. They showed me the logo. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, I know it's a thing now. Um, that doesn't really mean anything to me. Ubisoft. I saw they did a VR game and then I looked at it. And I'm like, oh, it's horror. Okay. Another VR horror okay. game. Please stop making VR horror. It's like movie making. Everyone is just like, oh, I can make a horror movie. Cause it's and you easy. can't even get the VR horror game you want. Resident Evil. Re- yeah, exactly. Talking about Resident Evil. Release that. Sony, release that and open you, it up. You hear what Sony's doing with Oculus. Fortnite? So they're not going to play nice. Like if you if you have if you have your your Epic account linked to a PlayStation ID, you can't use that Epic account to play Fortnite anywhere else. Anywhere else? No. Wow, they really are just the 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 kings of a whole. Even city. if you unlink it, it still can only be linked back up with the Sony account. So wow. you like. So you bought a ton of DLC and you're like, oh, cool. I want to play with this account on the Switch with people or nope, you can't do it. You know what so. I say about that? Wow. Wow. That's they like between that and no cross play. They're just really like, we're going to take our ball and go home. A few goes. Yeah. I hate them now. Um, no, I don't. Await- hate them. Greatness awaits, man. That God, I, I almost didn't even remember that that was their thing. That's what they say. And then again, yep. my last thing was like, I saw Square Enix. I'm like, I don't even know why I'm here. This is none of this looks good. Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, I know that was part of the Microsoft thing. Just this is a complete aside. Kind of looked interesting to me, but at the same time, I have a really hard time taking it seriously when uh, this like evil anime character is talking to Mickey. 
Mickey Mouse about like yeah. saving the world. And I'm it just like, it, it looks still like the same Kingdom Hearts that we've seen over and over again. I thought the voice acting was better. I remember hating it a lot more than I used to. But I mean, people love that series or they're like, now. yes, it's, it's long overdue. So. Yeah, I do know that. Like everyone's really, cause they were doing that whole like, uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts remixed volume two, the Zora sessions, or I don't know. I just know they were making a bunch of spinoff titles that nobody wanted. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, overall, I'd say, uh, you know, for me, and I guess if we want to do closing thoughts for me, the big thing was watching the, the Nintendo thing. Um, and then just seeing kind of what each of these people, each of these uh, companies were releasing that i could possibly get and yeah i mean i have a couple of things i'm excited for mostly from microsoft because i mean cyberpunk 2077 oh my god like i told you that's the only company that has earned enough respect besides maybe blizzard to to give me a pre-rendered trailer about a game and i just go and you just know yep yeah (laughs) yep i'm getting that at some point yeah i think that's a fair statement so that was i think for me as a whole, I think this was a really, I think, yeah, there's some highlight, there's some ups and downs with the shows, but I think as a whole, this was a really good E3. And I think there's something, there's multiple things out there for everyone to be excited about. And I think that's, that's, that's the important thing. You know, um, we still have, we're going to have show floor impressions from outlets for a few more days yet. But I think as a whole, I think this was really, has been a very successful E3 so far. I'm excited for Smash. I was already going to play it because I knew everyone else was going to play it, but to see that it's ultimate and like now I can oh get God. all that content I missed out for on for years. Every character? Are you kidding me? I did not expect that. I did not expect him to go. Every character that's ever been in Smash is in this game. I kept going, Game & Watch. Where's Game & Watch? Where's he? Ga-? I love Game & Watch. I know he's a terrible character, but I I think just his moves are hilarious and ridiculous. And, um, and the amount of like you know, you have the the ink characters or whatever, and uh, but the then you have like eight of them. I mean, there's so much variety here; it's it's crazy. Did they say how many new characters they'll be uh, releasing? Oh, um, we're talking about they haven't yet. I don't think, or how many of those? Uh, the uh, what do they call them? The alpha characters or the echo I can't characters. remember the, the echo characters. Thank yeah. You. yeah, they didn't say how many of those are either. And those are um, shared moveset characters. Is that what that is? Yeah, it, it, yeah, they're, they're the same character movesets, but they'll be slightly different. Like, I think one might be slightly slower, but hits harder. Oh, okay. so there's slight tweaks in how they play. One might be a little faster, jump higher. That's kind of cool. Of, those type of changes that just make them play slightly different, but they're essentially the same character. Okay. Um, I, I can't imagine there would be more than like two or three new characters. Yeah, I think besides I'm, the one I'm that hoping, they announced, there's got to be a couple more on the way that we haven't seen. I, I, I just picked this up from the PSVG chat uh, when I was scrolling through earlier that I think um, Sakurai, who's the main developer, the main guy behind Smash, had so said that he had noticed that a couple bugs yeah, I saw during that. the during the tournament. And he was like, I got to fix it. And he left. He's going back to Japan. Not even staying for the rest of E3. He's going back to start working on it. Yeah. I, if I remember correctly, part of it is that he's such a workaholic that these games just yeah. sap so much. Energy like he was, he was like supposedly never going to be like the smash for you was going to his like magnum opus. He was going to be done. Cause he like, he got like, he almost killed himself working like the hours he was putting into it. 
Um, so it was like he wasn't going to. There wasn't that was it. It was it. He wasn't going to do another Smash game, and yet here yeah. he is. So, but I mean, I, where can you go from Smash Ultimate? I mean, if it plays well and people like it, man, I don't, I don't know how you really you had to go to at that point Smash as a service. Really, I mean, <laughs> yeah. let's not go down that I, road, please. I mean, I don't know how, but yeah, I'm definitely like. I really want to do. I want a Saturday night streaming event, Saturday night Smash. I really want that to be a thing. That would be um, awesome because I, I I plan to play a lot of this game. You know what I want? So so you I'm, better get good. I want I want uh, Simon or Trevor Belmont to be announced as a character. I really do, and I can't I want believe it hasn't Hippo. happened. <laughs> well, I'm kind of surprised they don't have more of the. Uh, they have uh, Joe. Is not that his name? The. Uh, oh. Or Little, Mac? Little Mac, sorry. You're uh, thinking Joe and you're thinking Joe, Joe and Mac. Shot Joe, or maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, that too. I'm thinking not the right thing is the problem, but uh, yeah, you would. I'm I'm kind of surprised you don't get uh, a couple of those from that series, but yeah. I mean, like you said, where do you go from here? Well, time to pull real deep from the, from the roster of uh, Nintendo characters, I guess. So. Also, you probably have to be careful because these days a lot of those characters are stereotypes of the places oh, they God. come from. So yeah. they're probably not too proud of that uh, anymore. Yeah. So, well, there's our there's our thoughts on E3. Shall we play an overclocked remix? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, give me as always, second. listeners. We like to play a remix feature from a feature remix from ocremix.org. We pull up the most recent oh, 20 or so remixes randomly select one to play as a little musical interlude on the show. It gives us a little break, gives us a chance to recharge and help we introduce you to uh, some sweet tunes. Switch tunes. Sweet tunes. Jason. So, yeah. Do you want to know it's uh number four? Number four. All right. Well, speaking of final fantasy, our remix tonight is coming from final fantasy six. It's called Ecstatic Heights. Our remixer is Rebecca E. Trip, who we've um, we've we've, pl- we've uh, plotted <laughs> and torn down at the time. Which I'm sorry, Rebecca. We just it wasn't very nice. We of get us. her on the show. Um, yeah, yeah, right. I can't even get DJ Pretzel on the show. Uh, again, uh, Ecstatic Fair Heights, enough. Final Fantasy VI, released uh, 1994 on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. The music, of course, by the great Nobu Uematsu. Uh, our song is Mount Colts. This is symphonic and energetic uh we're doing things a little bit differently so i gotta stall a little bit for lucas to get the song ready so lucas just give me a little nod when you're good to go final fantasy six i don't believe have i played that i can't remember because well final fantasy six is that is that the final is that final fantasy three yes i believe so yeah, and then there was the whole thing where you got the unreleased Japanese versions. I don't know. It's all confusing. But anyway, we'll play that remix. Someone that's smarter than me can chime in on the comments. Yeah, you guys are dumb. You. you don't even know Final <laughs> Fantasy. It's true. Um, so we're going to play this again. It's called Ecstatic Heights, and you can find this remix and so much more at ocremix.org. We'll be back after the break for a little What You Plan. So stick around.
And are we back? We are I back. think we're back. We're yeah. back. We got to kind of guess sometimes. We're back. Thank you for that was uh that was a good remix. That was it was good from a the standpoint of it being a good song. I don't know how well it was to <laughs> it's another lullaby that's going to put everyone to sleep is what I'm saying. Mm, also yeah. it would probably help if I knew what the yeah, I've been listening to a lot of symphonic remixes because I've been playing. Um, well, I played the, I got the, I won the Transistor soundtrack from Megadads mm-hmm. on a giveaway they had. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got, I got that on compact disc. I, I listened to my game. car, and I have, yeah, I, I lost my saves, I think. Um, so it comes to Switch, I'll play it, <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I got, I've been listening to Hero Time, which is a symphonic. Yes. Of uh, uh, Ocarina of Time, so there you go. Um, you all go. right, shall we do some what you plan? Okay, go. Oh, sounds better than ever. Um, <laughs> I don't know about Lucas, that. this this is easy for me. Um, we finished safe, which was good. Would you recommend? Yes, it was great. It was good, and I think. Would- you know, it's always hard to tell with those UK series because, like, sometimes they're just one and done. Sometimes they're more. I don't know if we. I feel like this is it. You know, I don't think there was. There's, I don't think you'll see any other um, seasons on it. Um, but it was good. It was good. We really enjoyed it. Eight episodes, you know, like you know, forty five minutes each. I think we're gonna jump into that same docu series that you were talking to about uh, oh, the staircase. Yeah. So that'll probably be what we watch next. Kill, and kill. beyond that, um, I hadn't played anything else except, you know, Mario Golf. And this is the power of the community of cool people and fun games. I just bought DLC for an effing four-year-old game on a 3DS. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the power of love. And th- I mean, so the launch club, it's still a thing. Mario Golf. Make See, sure you uh, hit us up and join it if you haven't. It just proves that if we had people to play the multiplayer games that we play, we'd actually play them for longer and be into them. But because nobody ever plays anything, well, at least on PC, that's usually how it goes on the PC. But if we had yeah. a community, my God, would we ever play those games of yours? Yes. Yes, we would. We would. And and that's it, man. That's all I've played. Wow. Okay. Well, then uh, I will talk about some things real quick then. Um, I watched Hereditary. Uh, I was very excited for this movie because it looked spooky scary. Uh, I think it's less on the scary side, more on the creepy side of things. Uh, definitely a creepy movie. Uh, there are a lot of good things from our circles. Yeah. Uh, it can definitely, I could see how it could turn some people off. Might not be for everybody, but, uh, I enjoyed it. I, I don't, I had higher expectations. I think than I thought I would, there's, there's some parts in the movie where I, I felt like they're either overacted or, you know, something of that nature, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, I got past it to to a certain degree, and I was still able to enjoy it. So I'd give it a four out of five. But I I don't know I don't know it's 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 tough for me because like I said I like Witch as well, and that one is hard yeah. to recommend to people too. So I think this one is a little bit easier to to recommend, but there's still that aspect of like 
I don't know. So uh, that's all I'm going to say. They do a lot of character building. Uh, I'll put it that way. So sometimes the spookiness is spread a little bit thin in sections. And so sometimes I'm like, I want some more creepy stuff to happen. But then other times I'm like, I can appreciate the character development happening here. So I go back and forth on it. So, okay. Overall though, I enjoyed it. That's the important thing. Yeah. We want to, Justin, I really want to see it. Um, I tried to tell her because you had asked me like, Hey, I'm going to go see it. If you want to go. And I was like, no, Jess wants to, I feel bad. And I told her, I was like, Hey, Lucas is going to go see that movie. You should go with him. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, no, I'll wait for you. And then when we were driving home on Sunday, after we were at her parents, she's like, what the hell was I thinking? I should have went to that movie. I was like, cut up. Like Lucas, she's like, do you think Lucas would have thought I was weird? I go, no, no, we could have been stay-at-home parents and talked yeah, about our babies. Exactly, you deserved. You guys deserved to go out more than anyone. <laughs> we could have got mimosas and had brunch. Um, so yeah, it was nice. To, I didn't get to go see uh, First Reformed. I was kind of a little. I wasn't feeling very good over the weekend for one thing, and then yeah, just two almost not two nights in a row, but one whole weekend of going to the movies just seemed like a lot. So I'm probably going to go see that some point the rest of this week. Oh, sorry. Um, Zelda breath of the wild, Jason, you, I know I beat it. You did it. I did it. I, 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 I killed Ganondorf. Um, no, I killed. Actually, I was. I forgot to grab my switch because I was going to check my playtime and my stats. Um, oh yeah, because I wanted to see how many um, shrines I completed and stuff. Poop. Let me see. Just a second. No, I didn't bring it down here. Oh well. Um, <laughs> I'll put. I'll put it. I'll. I don't know. I'll put it in the episode art. How about that? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would guess that I'm somewhere between 55 and 60 hours. Uh, I didn't do everything. Think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I missed some, some, uh, some, uh, side quests. Did you, how many shrines did you end up getting? Do you remember? That's kind of what I was trying to look. I think oh. I was around 50. I want to say, well, here, let's put it this way. I had four. I had every, a nearly maxed out stamina meter except for one. So that's what five upgrades each for each level or four. Mm-hmm. So there's there's eight times four. So whatever that is. Thirty two. Thirty two. And then I had sixteen hearts minus four for the well no, minus five because you start no shoot, you start with three or four hearts? Uh, I think it's three. So you start with three. So minus seven for what you start with and the um, the ones you get for defeating the the divine beasts. So seven times four is twenty eight. Or no, sorry, not seven times four. Um, nine times four. Thirty six. So thirty six plus thirty two. Thirty two. So 66, 66 or somewhere. So I'm going to say somewhere around 60, then 60, 65. I think the math, I believe the math checks out, but don't quote me on that one. I was not a math major. That was a fun fun calculation. I just did there. Uh, That's impossible. You can't, there's not even that many shrines. Uh, It felt like it. Can I put it that way? It felt like I did 60 shrines. 
Um, I, I bet it did. I liked a lot of the game. Um, I felt like the, well, here, let me just tell you about my experience. When I, when I got the memories, there were three of them that were so, I didn't know where they were. So I just looked them up because I, I didn't, I didn't understand. I couldn't see anything that would tell me where they were. So one of them was Hyrule Castle, which I suspected, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure that was number 11 or 12 or something like that. No, 10, maybe. Uh, another one was in the forest near that swamp in Hyrule Fields. And then the last one was... Um, where was the last one? Oh, the um, the picture of the, sta- the horse. The one that is a statue, this horse statue. Oh, I didn't know where that yeah. was. So they all yeah. ended up being kind of around the same area, all kind of in that Hyrule field, which makes sense now that I think about it because I avoided a lot of that because of the guardians that are kind of in that area. So I did those and I got all the memories. Uh, so that was interesting. I'm glad I did because without those, there is not much of a story other than you go and defeat. Like if you want it to be like the Nintendo original nes experience where you don't have a lot of story and you just go fight things you can have that if you don't do the memories um but i did all the memories i didn't do all the quests all the side quests i didn't go to all the places of wisdom and power i didn't shoot all the dragons down um i didn't get the house uh but what i did do jason is to get to ganon I skipped everything and swam up some waterfalls. <laughs> I I know that I walked into one of the gatehouses or whatever, and there was like this Lionel or something to, to beat. And that was tough. I didn't kill it. I died. And so I was like, screw uh, this. And so I just went up. I just used the Zora armor or whatever and swam up the <laughs> all the waterfalls and got up there with like no problem. And then. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, I tell you what, you, you need to get. um like good at, at fighting Lionels because when you can just burn them down in two seconds, it's it's so. I bet it feels awesome great because I hate those. Yeah. They're like one of the toughest enemies in the game. Um. So the fight with with Ganon was uh, interesting. Part of me is like, well, that wasn't really that hard at all. Because I felt like. He looks cool. He's very intimidating. And it took me a long time to to whittle his health down because it was hard to close in and get good hits on him uh, just based mm-hmm. on the size and the way he moves and stuff. But he crawls up on the wall, as you know, and yep. that part wasn't really that hard at all, especially when you have Garut's or uh, not Garut, Garuk's per Daruk, Daruk, right? Daruk's, yep. Darude, Sandstorm. Daruk, Daruk is on fire. <laughs> when you have his protection. Daruk. Uh, especially when I was like, what the hell? He's got like gold armor now. What's going on? Um, all I had to do was have him shoot at me and I blasted it back and it would phase him down. So then the other part of me is like, well, that makes sense. Cause I actually used all of my powers, even Mifa's grace when, when, uh, things got a little hairy. Did did you find that the, the fight as a whole to be kind of underwhelming? Yes. Yes. Because I felt like, well, I didn't really struggle that much. Yeah. And as an end boss, 
you know, he looks cool. He looked the part, but yeah, I felt like the. I mean, and, and you had the option because you don't you don't have to get all the 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 champions, but you don't have to get their powers. You don't have to get all the divine beasts. You know, you could just go and fight him, and he'd have more health because of what happens. But oh, really? I, I mean, yeah, because like you like. I'm oh, sorry if you guys spoilers for Legend of Zelda. It's even finished yet. Or two years. Um, but yeah, because there, there's that shot where they the they they hit him with their oh, blast right. and, and it then goes... it knocks his head. Yeah. Oh, okay. So otherwise, yeah. yeah, that's true. So I uh, yeah, it's just like mm, yeah, you kind of just want a little more out of it. And I, I was kind of expecting to see him in a different. Well, we do see him in the different forms, but a humanoid form as well. I was kind of expecting. Yeah, he looks scary, but he definitely didn't. He didn't look familiar until you do the beast mm-hmm. version of him, where he he looks very much like his original form from the first and second Zelda. Yeah, um, where he's kind of that pig thing. Where here he's like yep. a boar. And by the way, that reminded me of Princess Mononoke. Like, oh, like the the music. The music in the entire part of that game is amazing. From like once you enter that area of Hyrule Castle, you immediately get the like a re re um rendition of the uh music from Hyrule Castle in Link to the Past. Yes. Uh which was awesome. And then uh just even if I didn't recognize the music, it all sounded really epic. It was awesome. You know, the memories all sounded great. So the music there was really, which is weird because the game itself doesn't have a, like it has music, but you don't hear a lot of it while you're out adventuring. So it was nice mm-hmm. to, to get those in there. Um, yeah. Soundtrack's very subtle. Yeah. Otherwise. And then, uh, yeah. I mean, I shot him with some light arrows and banished the darkness. Save the world. Save the world. Save the tree litter. Save the world. I knew I was going to say that. So all in all, I guess if I had to give this thing a score, uh, I'd probably give it an 8 out of 10, I think. I'd give it a 64 from Nintendo 64. Ah, there you go. Uh, It was a lot of fun. There were some things I didn't like about it, but honestly, I just was having too much fun exploring. and, And it's just nice to feel like, it's a it's a game that doesn't feel like anything you get on PC, and that's yeah. awesome. Like that's I like true. that separation. Um, if it ever goes on sale, I would say check out the DLC. Oh yeah, I want they're, to. They're like they're like unique standalone experiences. Like the Trials of the Sword, Trials of the Master Sword was one of the greatest accomplishments I went through to say I, I finished that off, and it's just fun to do. And then um, the ballot champions ballot or ballot of the champions was really cool too. Plus you get that motorcycle, I was boy. Say, I heard you get a motorcycle. Uh, yeah, I I will look out for those to go on sale because I definitely will come back to this a, a later at a later time probably. Yeah, you're you're warranted some time away. Um, and I I don't have all the armor and stuff too, so wouldn't mind getting that. Uh, shovel knight, shovel knight. Uh, I played some more of it, and I was telling you, polar knight is a giant a hole. His stage is awful. I don't, I imagine it would be easier if you had the armor that lets you keep your footing. Uh, I'm assuming that means you don't slip on the ice. I have no clue though, because I don't, Mm. I don't have it. I'm wearing the purple armor right now. I'm getting that, getting that, the magic points back. Bah, because I like to use the magic. Um, But Polar Knight as a boss was probably the first one I had a lot of trouble with. 
Because when he scoops up the snow and it turns to spikes, whew, yeah, look out, insta death, like many of those games back in the day. Yeah, uh, that'll but, happen. But I'm still having fun with it. I just wanted to say Polar Knight was an a hole, basically. <laughs> um, and then lastly, I am still playing Fallout New Vegas. I have not given up on that game. That's kind of what I'm focusing on now. Uh, but it's feeling a little bit like a walking simulator. And the reason why I say that is because of the way that I'm playing it, I'm trying to get a little further in the story so I don't wash out on secondary stuff like we have talked about mm. how we tend to do it's like your journal fills up with all these secondary quests and you're just like am i this is taking me in a completely different direction than the main quest what the what the f am i supposed to do <laughs> yeah exactly uh so it's feeling a little bit like a walking simulator because you're trying to figure out who shot you in the head right and why they want you dead well the main quest keeps sending you to different places and when you boil it down it's like hey walk to this area or walk to this city all right, well, the last time I saw this person was over here, walked to this city. And it's a very circuitous route on the uh, the road there, which, of course, you don't really want to stray from when you're lower level because you're going to get pwned by rad scorpions and all sorts of things. I just want to point out that all this happened because Fallout 76 that I'm not even sure I'm going to like was, was announced. But uh, I have not beat this game, so it's not like I'm replaying something I've already beat before. But right. uh, all the DLC was unlocked with this. And so I'm just like, I kind of owe it to myself. I want to see if it's a good, good fallout game. But at the moment, I just, I want to get to new Vegas so that I can pick up kind of where I remember leaving off, which was meeting the, the guy who runs uh, new Vegas and finding out why you were shot in the head and what the courier mission was all about. So once I get to that point, I think I'll be okay. There you go. Right now, I'm just walking around the wasteland. Going, hey, man, this okay. game has aged horribly. So Perfect. That's, that's all I got to say about that. That's what I've Word. been playing, dude. Okay. Well, you, you, you've done. You beat the things. Would you say You're I was doing pushing it. it to the limit? Um. Yes. I think. <laughs> Thank you. I think we can say that. Cool. I think we can we can say that for sure. <laughs> Excellent. Um. Well. Uh. Spoiler alert. The uh, community grab bag's empty. So. You know what I'm I say gonna... about that? Do I have it here? I don't think I have it here. I was gonna play a song. I I was gonna. Do 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 do. I knew. I thought I thought I uh, I thought I had added it to this, but apparently <sighs> I hadn't. So we're just gonna end the show. See ya. No, oh. just kidding. But yes, we, we're gonna end the show. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna do it for this week. Thank you for watching. Maybe you're watching on this crapshoot of a live stream. It'll be better next watching. week. Yeah. When watching. you start, when you start like that, it's hard. I can't play anyone. Yeah. For, and plus, everyone's like, "Oh, I want to play all these new games that got released today." Yeah. Um, so, thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, check out the Patreon.com/slash/FlexSuppose June promo. And on that note, we want to say thank you to all of our patrons, but a special thanks to our arbiters of awesomeness: Sean Capri, Edwin Callow. Tyler Rowland, Nathan Horton, and our executors of excellence, Josh Barboni, Dan Anthony, and Siri Renee. That is going to do it for Flexibles this week. We will be back next week, maybe with a game night, maybe not. Who knows? I don't know. Why I even have it as a casual anymore? It doesn't matter. 
We'll see you soon. Okay, goodbye. I can't wait to find out what's wrong with this episode. <laughs>